Well, it's good to wow. It's good to see y'all here this morning. Uh, y'all don't have to excuse me. I woke up this morning. I got a bunch of sinus drainage, and I feel really bad. But the men prayed over me, so I know everything's going to be all right, and I'm already feeling better. But what I was going to do, I'm not going to do. Uh, I feel like I had the Lord speak to me, and I'm going to use the same title that I had. And it's trusting in God. You know, there comes a time, I guess, in all of our lives that we have to trust in God. And the one I'm going to speak on this morning, uh, this king, he had to trust in God. He had no choice. And his name was King Hezekiah. He was king over Judah. And uh, one morning, the Syrian army showed up at his front door. And that king, his name was Sennacherib. And he brought a message to Hezekiah. He said, listen, we are going to take Judah. We're going to conquer you. And there's not anything that you can do about it. Not anything. We fought armies and we fought other nations. They have been able to do not one thing. They cannot stop us. We are too mighty. We're too strong. And... uh He had this on a letter. And he was telling Hezekiah, he says, we are a mighty army. We're very strong. Don't be telling your people that they can defeat us. If you will go ahead and surrender right now, all of your people will live. If not, I will kill them. Well, Hezekiah was kind of upset about this. And I mean, I can understand that. And uh, so as uh, he was thinking about this, one of his men brought Hezekiah this letter that was wrote to him telling him all the things that his God could not do, that he could not stop this other army. And uh, Hezekiah took this letter and he went into the temple. He got on his knees before the altar. He took that letter. He spread it out on the ground. He said, God, almighty God, the God above all things, look what Sennacherib is saying about you. He said that you can't stop him. He said that you're not powerful enough, that you're not mighty enough. And he's going to take this nation and he's going to put it and he's going to capture us and put us as slaves. But God, what do you say? What do you say about this letter? Well, that evening, God had summoned Isaiah. You know, Isaiah was a prophet of God. They were very close, and the prophet, God talked to, the, to Isaiah. He said, I want you to go tell Hezekiah something. And uh, so he told uh, Isaiah what to, I mean, yeah, Isaiah, what to say. And Isaiah came back to Hezekiah that night. He says, the Lord has told me to come and tell you something. He says, 
this army that is coming against you, now it was a mighty, mighty army, he said, they will not even shoot an arrow into your city. They will not even fire an arrow that will come into your city. And Hezekiah thought about that. He said, this is a mighty, mighty God that I serve. He said, I, and Hezekiah just poured his heart out to God. He had to put all his faith, put all of his trust in his God. And I think God is telling us that you need to put your faith and you need to put your trust in me. That's what he's telling us. You know, there are times that we wake up, and may, we may wake up some morning and everything in the world is coming against us. And there's only one place to go, and that's to God. See, that's what Hezekiah said. He said, I have nowhere else to go. I'm going to have to go before my almighty God. Well, he did. And like I said, God told Isaiah, said, you go tell Hezekiah that Sennacherib will not even shoot an arrow into your city. I'm going to watch over you. I'm going to take care of you. And he said, I'm going to tell you something else. Sennacherib will die by the sword. Now, this is important right here. That as God told Hezekiah that Sennacherib would die by the sword. And Hezekiah said, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you. I'm putting all my faith, I'm putting my trust in you. And these are your people, God, and I know you love them. They are your people, and I'm asking you to protect them. And, and God was going to protect them. He's like he said. He said, and Hezekiah will not even shoot. I mean, excuse me, that Sennacherib would not even shoot an arrow into that city. Well, Sennacherib got up the next morning, and all his his army was outside of of the wall there, ready to attack. Well, Sennacherib got up, walked outside. And he looked around. He was bewildered at what he saw. He saw dead soldiers everywhere. That night, God sent an angel among, his, among Sennacherib's soldiers. And when the count was finished, there was 185,000 dead soldiers. It wasn't enough to even come against Hezekiah. They never fired a shot into that city. God was watching over them. See, you belong to God. You belong to God. When you've got these things coming against you, don't hesitate to go before your almighty God and say, Lord, this is what the enemy's telling me. They get you. I did this. That's why I'm telling you this. I did this. But I was going through a situation and it just seemed like everything in the world was coming against me. I took just a yellow sheet of paper and wrote down, Lord, this is what the enemy is telling me that they're going to do to me. And they're saying, you can't do anything about it. Lord, I'm bringing this before you. And I spread it out on the floor. I, I got on my knees on the floor and I prayed over that. And do you know that God answered every one of those things? Everything that was coming against me, God took care of it. And that's what God's saying. When you've got things coming against you, you bring them to me and I'll take care of them. Because you belong to me. I, you are mine. I know your name. I know everything about you. 
I have called you out among many people. And God knows us personally. And God loves us. So whenever we got things coming against us, take it to God. But that morning, whenever Sennacherib walked out, outside, and there was those dead soldiers laying everywhere, the Bible tells us, and you, you can find this in 2 Kings, the 19th chapter. Sennacherib looked around, and immediately what few troops he had left, he gathered up and said, let's go home. They went back to Assyria. And it says that they never again came against Judah. Never, ever. It never even crossed his mind. And that morning, when they got back home, Sennacherib went into his temple. He kneeled before his gods. Now, his gods were idols. They was wood. They were stone. They were not alive. They couldn't do anything. But he kneeled before his gods praying. <coughs> As he was kneeling before his gods praying, remember I told you that God told them that, that, that Sennacherib would die by the sword? As he was praying, Sennacherib's two sons came in and they killed Sennacherib with a sword. You don't come against an almighty, powerful God and tell him, you can't, you can't do nothing to me, God. I'm much more powerful than you are. Said, I have conquered so many cities. That's what Sennacherib was telling them. Said, I've conquered so many cities. Has nobody been able to stop me? And don't think that you can stop me. Well, whenever they presented that to God, you know, I can just kind of see God getting a little red, really kind of angry. What do you mean nobody can stop you? Do you realize who I am? But yeah, Sennacherib had many, many soldiers, and he had many gods. But the thing about it is, his gods were idols. They was wood, they were stone, they were not alive, they could not do anything. And that is one thing that, that we've always, <coughs> excuse me, it's one thing about idols. You're going to have to remember an idol is just immaterial. It cannot do anything for you. And so many people still today will bow before an idol. We've talked about this before. You know, an idol, something in your life, an idol can be something that you put before God. But you think more of than you think of God. It could be a hobby. It could be your work. It could be an automobile. It could be a number of things that you just love to death and you're going to put it, and you, you put it before God. If you do this, that's an idol. That's an idol to you that you have put before God. Well, God is not going to take that. He's not going to stand for it. God is not going to allow the idol to be put before him. So Necrob found this out. He found it out the hard way. He was defeated. And then he was killed. And on top of all of this, God told Hezekiah. He said, Hezekiah, you're a mighty king. You serve me. You worship me. You believe in me. And my hand will always be upon you and these people. <coughs> he was letting Hezekiah know 
that, that any time anything comes against you, you bring it to me. And I think that's what he's also telling us. When things come against you, bring it to God. Trust in God. You know, I think that's kind of like what Hezekiah was saying. He said, God, I can't do this, but you can. Sometimes we have to say that. God, I can't, but you can. Give God the glory. Give God the credit. Give God the recognition that he deserves, how powerful and how strong he is, and his love for us. You know, I got two scriptures here that uh, I think that we need to really look at. And, I, and, and these were written by King Solomon. And it, it's, 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 very, it's, it's very interesting here because King Solomon... God blessed Solomon in such a way. When Solomon first became king, he did something. God came to him in a, in a dream. And he said, Solomon, ask me what you will, and I will give it to you. But Solomon said, Father, God, give me wisdom. Give me knowledge to govern and guide your people. Lord, this is a great people, but give me that wisdom to look over them and take care of them. And God said, Solomon, I like that prayer. He said, you didn't, you know, Solomon, you didn't ask for riches. You didn't ask for power. You didn't ask for glory. Because you didn't ask for that, I'm going to give it to you. Solomon was the richest king there ever was because of his faith and his love in God and him putting God over everything. Now Solomon later on in life, he failed. He made a lot of mistakes. And I think many of us probably have made a lot of mistakes in our life. Are you still loving and serving God in the way that you always have? Is he still first in your life? You know, we have to put God first. When we start putting God second, God doesn't answer our prayers. God has to be number one. He has to be first. When we put God first, then everything else falls in place. It all works out. I've often used the, the, the little scenario saying, you know, if you put on a jacket and you get that first button wrong, they're all wrong. But you get that first button right, then they're all right. When we come to God, we put Him first, everything will be right. So we have to remember, King Solomon was a mighty God. And he served God. But then as we were talking about Hezekiah, you know, people, people say God never changes His mind. God did with Hezekiah. Hezekiah went into a sickness. But Hezekiah prayed. And he, he turned his face toward Jerusalem. And he was praying. And he was asking God to grant him a, just a little more time. God had told him, Hezekiah, you're sick, you're going to die. Well, he called Isaiah again said, you go see Hezekiah and tell him this. You tell Hezekiah, I said, 
Hezekiah, I'm going to give you 15 more years on your life. See, God changed his mind there. Sometimes God can change his mind. People say, oh, God never changes his mind. He did there. I think it matters on our circumstances, what we're going through. God looks at us and he sees us. He sees your love and your, your devotion to him. He sees you caring for him. But just like I said a while ago, when Hezekiah put God first, give all the power, say, Lord, I can't do this, but you can. You see what, what, what the enemy has said they're going to do? Now, Lord, what are you going to do? God took care of it. Can you imagine one angel going through the Assyrian camp and killing 185 soldiers that night? 185,000 soldiers. So you can see the size of the army that the Syrians had. Judah was no match to fight them. But God equaled things out. Just like God equals things out in our life when things come against us. And, uh, but here's a couple of scriptures that I want, us, I want us to look at right fast. And we, we, we quote them quite a bit. But I'll, t I'll tell you what, they're the truth. Solomon wrote these, and it's in, it's in the book of Proverbs. It's in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. See, that's what Hezekiah had to do that day. He had to trust in the Lord. He could not doubt the Lord if he wanted to have victory. And he said, lean not to your own understanding. You know, I think that's good. We have a limited understanding in the way God's going to do things. We can't understand everything God does. Just, Lord, I don't understand, but Lord, my faith and my trust is in you. I'm walking with you. And then it says here, and in all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your paths. We never want to take the credit for anything that God does. Lord, thank you for watching over me. Thank you for walking with me. Thank you for blessing me. Lord, I don't understand why you love me so much. I look at myself, Lord, sometimes I don't even love me. So how can you? But God does. God loves us, and he wants to take care of us. And then here in, in Proverbs 28, verse 26, it says, it says, He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. But he who walks wisely, he shall be delivered. In other words, this is saying those who trust in themselves are fools, but they that trust in the Lord are safe. That's what it's saying. When we trust in the Lord, the Lord's hand is on us. He's walking with us and he's guiding us. But when we try to do things on our own, it doesn't work out. I mean, we've all at one time tried to do something on our own, and it didn't work. It didn't work. But on this story with Hezekiah, Sennacherib, this just goes to show that when somebody comes against God, and you have problems in your life, and somebody's coming against you, say, Lord, this is just like what I told you a while ago. Get you a piece of paper, write down on it, what that enemy is saying. 
You can't come out of this. You will never have the money. You'll always be financially independent. I mean, you'll always be financially in a bind. You won't be able to do these things. That's what the enemy's telling you. But write that down on a piece of paper, then get, put it on the floor. Say, Lord, this here is what the enemy is saying. That's what the enemy's saying to me. But what do you say? I belong to you. So what do you say? God's going to walk with you. He's going to protect you. He's going to bless you, and he's going to be with you. I talked to a man here not long ago that uh, he was in a he, he he was at a service and and I said something about this. He told me later on. He says, you know, I heard what you said about writing that down and presenting it to God. He says, I was do I was in a real mess. I didn't know if I was going to recover from this or not. But then I remembered something that you said, and I went home and I got me a piece of paper. I wrote down. What I was told, I laid it on the floor. I got on my, he said, I was just prostrate. And I was laying on that floor, and I was praying for that. I had my hands on this. I said, Lord, this is what the enemy is telling me, but what do you say about it? He said, God totally delivered me. See, that man was putting his faith. He's putting his trust in God. And that's what God wants from all of us to put our trust in Him, to walk with Him, to serve Him. Make Him number one in your life. Make Him number one. When we put God number one, everything else, like I said, will work out. But when you start putting God on down the line, watch what happens. Watch what happens. Prayers will get answered. Not until we can change our mind and get God number one in our life. God will not be second. God will not be put second. He says, you shall have no other God before me. You shall have no other God before me. And when we start putting things before God, like I said, that's an idol. That's just a God in our life that we're putting before our almighty God. And he is not going to honor that. So like I was saying here, put God first. When you pray, pray with your heart. You know, I've had a lot of people say, well, I don't know how to pray. I don't, I don't like praying in front of people. Well, that's okay. Said, but I don't know how to pray. I said, pray what's in your heart. That's what God's looking at. God's looking at what's in your heart. Pray what is in your heart. You don't have to pray to satisfy everybody else. You pray what's in your heart, and that satisfies God. That's who you need to satisfy. But just know, just put your faith and put your trust in God, and then all other things will work out. I'm just going to go ahead and close. Like I said, I have felt so bad today. and But this was not even something I was planning on doing. But I felt like when I was sitting in the office, God says, they need to know about me. Tell them about Hezekiah. Tell them about Sennacherib. Tell them about when you put me first in your life, I will take care of the other stuff. So put God first. Pray to Him. 
And don't put nobody ahead of God. And just like, it's just like uh, Hezekiah here. God blessed him tremendously because he put him first. Could we pray? Father, thank you so much. Lord, thank you for loving us. Lord, thank, thank you for being our God, for watching over us, for taking care of us. Lord, I just ask you to bless each person here today. Lord, if anybody here is going through anything today, Lord, that you would just touch them, that you would meet their needs right now. Lord, they've got enemies out there, and that enemy's coming against us. So, Lord, if an enemy is coming against them, I ask you to put your hedge of protection around them. Watch over them. Lord, let you fight and take. Lord, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, For the battle is the Lord's. So when we belong to God, God fights our battles. So I'll ask the band, if they will, to come up. And if you have something coming against you, and you just say, Lord, I've got these things coming against you. We have an altar up here. If you want to, you can come up here and kneel at this altar or whatever. Lord, this is what the enemy is saying about me, but Lord, I'm bringing it to you. And I want to know what you say about it. So if there's something going on in your life and you've got something coming against you, why don't you just give it to God and let Him take care of it? He can do so much, so much better than what we can. He can solve everything, whatever it is. So I will ask the band to play. And if you need to come up here, if you just want to have a prayer, I'll be glad to pray with you. If you just need to come to the altar, please come to the altar and come before God.